Your MSP offers compliance as a service, which means you're giving advice to your customers. But what if your advice is wrong? Or what if the law changes and your advice becomes obsolete overnight? Want to avoid the pitfalls of compliance as a service? Listen up. Hey, it's Brad Gross coming at you with another Technology Bradcast. If you're a service provider and you want to learn some things, give me a few minutes. You're going to learn a lot. Welcome to another episode of the Technology Bradcast. I'm Brad Gross, your partner in education and the Sultan of Legal Services for MSPs, the Svengali of Service Agreements. Wow, I just thought of those. I like them. Anyway, today we're going to talk about things to think about and issues to address when your MSP offers compliance as a service. Now, before I get into that, I want to take a moment to remind everyone that I might be in your neighborhood in the next few months. Next month, I'll be in Boston teaching MSPs how to create and enforce solid master service agreements. The month after that, I'll be in Toronto, and then Long Beach, California, then back in Miami. If you're in those areas and want to attend any of my sessions, drop me a line, and I'll send you information you need to sign up and attend. I'm also excited to announce that I am starting a new information site dedicated to MSPs. Now, this is going to be in addition to the podcast that you're listening to. The new site is going to be called Cover Your MSP, and it's in production as we speak. It will have blog articles, videos, content aimed squarely at the MSP industry. We're going to be organizing peer groups around the content to help ensure that MSPs freely communicate and help others in the industry. So look for more about that in the near future, but it's good stuff and it's coming your way real soon. Okay, let's get back to compliancy as a service. For those of you who are new to the MSP world, Compliance as a service is where your company provides a total compliance solution, meaning you take a customer who needs to comply with a statute or a regulation, but isn't complying, and then you do your magic, provide your services, implement policies and procedures so that when you're done with that customer, the customer meets or exceeds all of the requirements of the statute or regulation. Now, you may, for example, be hired by a medical office to help them become HIPAA compliant, or you might be hired uh, uh, by a contractor that needs to be NIST compliant, or a bank that needs to comply with Sarbanes-Oxley. The idea is that your MSP is going to take that customer from zero compliance to full compliance. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, you don't offer full compliance as a service. Instead, you provide pieces of the puzzle or parts of the overall compliance paradigm to your customer, but it's not a whole solution. Don't worry, I have you covered. Keep listening because the education you're getting today will apply to you as well. Wait, some of you are thinking that you don't actually provide compliance as a service, but instead you outsource those services to a third-party provider. I got you guys covered as well. The stuff we're going to talk about applies whether you provide compliance as a service directly or partially or through a third-party service provider. We're all-inclusive today. 
So to get through this and to teach you what you need to know, I'm going to give you three truisms. Truism number one, compliance as a service relies on a great deal of information that's provided by your customer. The first step in any compliance as a service paradigm is almost always the completion of a questionnaire by the customer or an extensive interview with the customer. Either way, the first step relies on information that the customer conveys to you or your designated solution provider. So why is this important? Why am I telling you this? Because the direction that you go in and the recommendations and advice that you give will be guided by the information that your customer gives to you. And as they say, garbage in, garbage out. Put another way, if your client gives you inaccurate information, then your service will likely be rendered ineffective or at least less effective than it would be otherwise. This is something that needs to be acknowledged in your agreement. Say it, garbage in, garbage out. Okay, say it more nicely than that. Explain in your document that the entire process relies on information provided by the customer. And so it is important, it is crucial that the information is accurate, complete, and truthful. And if any of those qualifications, accuracy, completeness, or truthfulness are lacking, then your advice and recommendations will be skewed and probably be incorrect. So first things first, make sure your customer takes this truism seriously and make sure that your customer warrants and, and promises that it provides you or will provide you with full, complete, accurate, and truthful information that you need. Truism number two, the advice and information that you provide will be accurate based on the status of the laws, rules, and regulations that are in place as of the date that the advice is provided. Make it clear to your customer that your advice is rooted in and relies on the laws as of the date that you give your customer that final written report saying, congratulations, you're compliant. Look, your crystal ball doesn't work any better than mine, and mine sucks. So make sure the customer knows that you cannot and will not predict the future. Make sure your customer knows that if the laws change, and they will change, that your advice is subject to change, and that your recommendations may need to be updated or modified, or in, in the event the law changes severely, your advice might be rendered obsolete. Also, remind your customer that unless they signed up for a maintenance-type service through which you agree to keep your customers aware of new changes in relevant law, if you even offer that, that you will not be providing them with updates. It's their responsibility, not yours, to revisit the policies from time to time to make sure the policies still comport with current law. Make sure those policies are still relevant. Make sure your agreement with your customer makes all of that clear. Truism number three, you could be wrong. You give might not be 100% perfect. The recommendations you provide might not be 100% clear. Make sure your customer understands this. Make sure your customer understands that your advice and recommendations are based on your interpretation of the then current laws and statutes and that in certain situations, 
Those laws and statutes might be interpreted differently by different people. Everything, including a compliancy solution, has some degree of interpretation and subjectivity baked into it. And you need to remind your customer in your agreement that that kind of subjectivity exists. And under certain circumstances, that could render, uh, uh, that could result in a regulator or, or a government agency disagreeing with your analysis. Remind your customer of truism one, two, and three. Stick to those three truisms when you're offering compliancy as a solution. And you'll not only stay out of court, but you'll manage your customer's expectations. And that, that might be worth thousands of dollars. Want more help in drafting compliancy as a solution related documents? Have more questions? You know what to do. Drop us a line at info at bradleygross.com or call 954-217-6225. We're looking forward to chatting with you and helping you move your business forward. That's it for this week. We will see you on the next Technology Bradcast. <laughs>